Hello humans, hello humans, it's the uh, 2nd of July, and taking a break out here from work, gonna have a bit of coffee, and run through some of the uh, interesting things occurring at the moment, and how they um, interrelate with some of the forecasts. Um, where do we start? So France is in flames. There is an active civil war uh, emerging. Uh, this is very reminiscent of the uh, activity in Algeria when the Algerian uh, revolution occurred um, and they kicked the French out. The French had colonized Algeria. And now, um, thanks to the Mother Weffers' uh, insistence uh, these last uh, 35 years, 40 years, on, on moving vast quantities of immigrants into um, Europe, uh, France has got a population that, at this point, of um, very young, uh, energetic males that are kind of maybe going to try and put forward a caliphate take it over in the name of Islam. That's, that's the way I think it'll go uh, later. Um, they're set up and, and um, pre-programmed for a uh, revenge riots over the killing of this kid. There was a movie that had this same theme on it uh, called Athena uh, a few years back, and it was an Algerian kid gets killed and all these riots erupt and a whole new nation is formed. And so they're getting prepped for this. This is the predictive programming that the WEF puts out there. So anyway, France is in the midst of it. It's erupting there. Uh, starting to spread to other countries, though, okay? Uh, uh, Belgium, uh, Holland eventually. Uh, it'll go into uh, Denmark. But I actually think what's going to happen is it's going to sort of like jump, so to speak. And there's going to be um, activity in Sweden uh, because of the... Uh, extremely militant, um, aggressive population of immigrants uh, that you find in Sweden, right? And so, uh, you know, these people, the, the natives, the common sense people that live in all of these countries know this is horseshit, knows that the WEF is uh, taking them over, but can't do anything because they can't even voice it because the the... Uh, WEF has taken over their power structure in their country. Um, and so they, they get canceled, they get real shit if they start uh, going against the trend. And also the, the population is weaponized against them in the sense of the uh, Antifa and the um, uh, climate uh, crazies and all the social justice warriors and the, uh, the trans freakoids. Um, you know, both the trans people and those that want to make all these trans people out of other people, right? They want to insist that these kids are some other other uh, sex um, because of their own mental illness, not because of anything that's going on with the kids. We see that continuously. It's always the mother. Uh, this is uh, transhausens by proxy is how it's promulgating, and all the, the women have been affected because of a whole slew of things that ultimately... Uh, lead to a population of women that is very easily mind-controlled in uh, group settings via media. And this is uh, augmented by chemicals, okay? Just as we see um, that dude Dylan uh, Mulvaney 
uh, whacked out on estrogen, acting like he's um, uh, literally losing his mind and, and skirting the edge of reality continuously, uh, a very brittle kind of an effect and vibe coming from him. You also see this same thing going through the uh, the women in the social order because they're also being affected by uh, the hormones, uh, as are all the beta males, etc. And then we've got chemtrails, yada, yada, yada. So this is why all these things are occurring at this point. Now, our data sets uh, had said that the um, uh, it, I'd actually had more um, early input for Sweden going uh, kinetic in the uh, culture war uh, you know, Christian versus Muslim, uh, white versus uh, African or Asian, or, or not Asian, uh, African or Middle Eastern. Um, and it shows Sweden is having much more uh, dynamic uh, activity and uh, emotions, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, much more um, out of all of the volume of what's going to become the European culture war here. Uh, over these next couple of years. It was always Sweden that was showing up as having uh, the a very initial large pop in the in that uh, particular data set. So, and then it would come south, and France would be uh, totally transformed by it. So, the data sets may be wrong, uh, may have been wrong in terms of it. I may have interpreted it incorrectly, and uh, France, being the initiator, may end up getting the much more dynamic and have much more activity this way, or it may jump to Sweden and we'll see a, a big eruption of activity in Sweden and then uh, more attention focused on the uh, southern nations in in um, the EU. Ultimately, it will come to, according to the descriptors that we had, uh, long columns of people actually marching, uh, walking, and driving trucks, uh, you know, no airplanes, uh, but that kind of thing. Uh, trucks, cars, uh, you know, motorcycles, walking, however they can do it, walking south trying to escape Europe. It'll be a real problem for Spain and Italy. Uh, Spain was going to be one of the, the uh, demarcations uh, where the last of the battles would be, but it was also a destination for a lot of these people fleeing northern Europe uh, because the um, nature of the uh, terrain in Spain and, you know, it, it's a lot of different reasons, uh, Spain became something of a uh, last holdout, right? And uh, so, in that sense, we're watching the repulsion of the Moors uh, from the uh, European continent, uh, part two, or redo, right? It's a rerun. And uh, because the Moors had conquered uh, Spain, large quantity, large areas in Italy, um, Sardinia, and so on and so on, uh, and eventually were pushed out by a rising um, uh, uh, Christian uh, ethos and a weakening of the Moorish society. And so right at the moment, we have all of these um, uh, young Africans and Middle Eastern people in Europe at a particular age and hormone level facing an aging population. But the, that aging population is a little bit weird now because... Um, uh, uh, or that population is a little weird because not only do they have the aging population, but they also have a, uh, a new, uh, baby boom that's, uh, just getting up into, um, early maturity, right? This would be the generation of, uh, Greta and her ilk, uh, 
lot of them are, are uh, indeed mentally ill and hooked on the social justice warrior climate crisis, all of that crap, because they've been uh, totally mind-controlled by the WEF. But uh, many of them are now breaking loose, and there is a had been a, um, a large organic uh, revulsion to the WEF propaganda that caused a much more conservative generation to emerge than might have otherwise happened uh, had the WEF not been pushing all this shit. So the dynamics could be really interesting as we go forward. I think it's going to go to um, uh, Sweden at some point, and then that marks a temporal marker, and then the big push comes back. Uh, the only place not involved in all of this is going to be Poland. And Poland didn't allow the immigration, and they're going to be a, a refuge, and they've, had a, they've actually had an influx of uh, European immigration from people trying to escape the African uh, immigration into uh, Europe. Now, we actually know somebody that has left Australia uh, and just had landed in uh, Holland a little while back and uh, was going to settle in there and has met uh, all of this on the ground, but has decided to stay in, in Europe uh, where their um, uh, people came from, where their family came from, rather than go back to Australia, because in the part of Australia that this person was in uh, was the central focus for landing all the Africans. And so there's uh, reports of up to 600,000 Africans have been imported into Australia. I don't know that the number's that large, but it's been going on. They're bringing them in in 747s. They've been doing it for the last year. Uh, it's gotten to the point now where there's, uh, they've changed all the advertising to, to feature African people. Uh, the government has there. And they will cancel you in all different kinds of ways for saying any negative shit about any kind of uh, African person. Um, and there's like uh, uh, no less than one but usually two uh, white males being killed daily uh, by the Africans. But Africans are not, not being charged by uh, uh, the police there in any kind of uh, relation to any murders whatsoever. They're just simply not being charged. So it's a weird situation. So this person said, no, I'm going to stay in Holland. You know, at least the war out here is open and the government can't do a lot uh, because the people are already in rebellion. Okay, so that's really where it's going to go. Uh, we'll see an open people rebellion against um, uh, the dilution and destruction of their culture. And that will uh, face uh, the people against their own governments and against the WEF. And soon we will see the um, impact of the dying dollar on the governments that those people are facing. And a lot of the um, I'm in it for the money kind of uh, sycophants that are part of that government that are there for the minor amount of power and so on will decide that it is not in their interest to take the potential level of shit from the populace for the amount of stuff, whatever they're getting out of that government, and they'll start fleeing it. That will happen here in the U.S. for different reasons, but this is all due to the death of the dollar. Now, we've got an interesting thing that's affecting the dynamic of the uh, destruction in France that will ultimately lead to a European-wide, uh, excepting Poland, uh, European-wide um, culture war, uh, many deaths, right? Get that in your head right now. There could be a lot of people killed and maimed and all of this. It's going to be terribly ugly. Um, and actually, it's going to include some of the weffers. So we'll soon start seeing some of that. People are actually going to take 
uh, some of this out and we'll soon see. Okay, so there were temporal markers that discussed the invasion of and taking over of and destruction of Rothschild Bank's Rothschild personal property and Rothschild bank property uh, in France and uh, Germany and uh, Holland, ultimately Holland, okay? But the Rothschilds themselves, great estates and so on, are going to be overrun and taken over by uh, these battles that will be going on. So it'll be first one side will get in there, so I suspect first it'll be a bunch of uh, Algerian teenagers using cars as weapons. That's their new thing now is to steal cars and drive them through buildings and barricades and so on, followed by the mobs all uh, carrying uh, guns and machetes, right? And then they loot the place or whatever. Um, anyway, so they'll be doing that on Rothschild estates. This was a big temporal marker uh, for the progress of this war, for coming out into the open, and for some of the nasty shits that's going to happen to the individuals involved in terms of the mother weffers later on. So I'm looking for the Rothschild estate invasions to appear out of the uh, uh, minimal amount of information coming out of France. I've got my own sources in France, and I'm getting a lot of stuff that, um, you know, text, not video and that kind of stuff, um, uh, about what's going on. That So I'm keeping fairly um, informed on it. Um, in any event, though, so, so that, that temporal marker is upcoming. I suspect it'll happen, like, in the next month. Uh, this is not going to stop anytime soon. This shit will be going on through winter. It'll, it's going to be a very brutal winter climate-wise, and that's also going to impact in, in causing this great migrant wave to head south. Uh, we've already seen early indications on this because the African recruiting stations to recruit people to go to Australia have as many applicants as they can handle, and new ones being set up to recruit Africans to go to Canada are, are not functioning. They don't have enough people to get planes loaded, and they're also having problems getting... The West's also running into the other issue here, which is this other dynamic I wanted to bring up, and that is bankruptcy. So the whole, uh, let's shift all of the blacks around out of Africa to distort all of the societies uh, around all of the planet... Uh, uh, move by the WEF is failing because they have killed off so many pilots and disabled so many pilots and, and maintenance crews and so forth that we've got uh, the global international air fleet reduced down to like 40% of what it had been operating at. And this 40% is barely adequate to maintain commercial traffic, let alone be diverted to, to carrying hundreds of thousands of Africans into Australia, and then hundreds of thousands beyond that into Vancouver, B.C. The idea was that they would go from the Africans were going to stage in, in uh, Australia and then be flown from there to Vancouver. And that's, it was going to be a Western migration of Africans in to replace the uh, population of Canada. It had already been decided, I guess, that the Chinese weren't going to do it. In any event, though, so um, China's got its own problems with its own population at the moment, in any event. Uh, so the thing that's affecting them all, though, is, is not only the, is, is, has been exacerbated by the um, death of the pilots, the COVID, the vax, and all of this, uh, and that is um, this general trend towards bankruptcy. So 
the rumors, well, it's not rumors, okay? So the, the European Union itself is very close. It's teetering on bankruptcy. Uh, this uh, war in France will remove uh, the French contribution to the European Union economically. Totally remove it because they're going to use so much of their money just trying to stay alive as a, as a Macron tries to stay in power and keep a government together, that they won't be able to divert themselves to this other stuff. It's about to slap Macron right up in the face, especially once the Rothschilds get involved and, and they lose their estate. They're going to start really freaking out and uh, put a lot of pressure uh, towards some heavy-duty author- authoritarian kind of stuff to come on down. In any event, though, so European Union is... is bust anyway, right? All of the money that they got from the money laundering through the through the UK is gone. All the, the money they got from the money laundering through uh, Ukraine is gone. They've been given all their money and weapons to Ukraine. They've become uh, devastated there. They've lost. Uh, so the report is that seven out of 10 of uh, every dollar, so to speak, in terms of actual physical arms that have been given to the Ukrainians have either been destroyed or is now inoperable due to inability to maintain. No parts, etc., etc., right? No one who knows how to operate the system. They don't know which end to load the, the rocket in, that kind of thing, right? Uh, so they're really in a world of hurt there, and the EU is having these economic problems trying to support all of this, trying to support the immigration as this war is breaking out. And as the COVID um, participation is uh, starting to come out into the press, and as the um, uh, people are rebelling all around. So the uh, uh, farmers in Holland, Belgium... Uh, those areas are resisting the takeover by the government just as the race war is breaking out and people are arming themselves like mad. Uh, the number one item used to be going into Europe used to be humans in the form of human trafficking uh, illegally in order to claim immigration status. Now it is weapons. And uh, human trafficking is actually running into some serious issues as a... As a um, uh, an industry, so to speak, in that there's big areas that have been removed from the profitability. And so uh, Ukraine's gone. You can't do trafficking through there. The UK is experiencing some real problems as a center for uh, human trafficking. Uh, Africa is still supplying people for this, as is South America. Uh, but the uh, we're running into some serious choke points, moving them into the um, uh, northern population centers, which is what makes the uh, traffic and the trafficking of these people popular uh, uh, profitable. And so the profit margin is dropping, and the profit margin is taxed by the mother weffers. It's all a criminal gang; they get their cut. So that's impacting them as well. The weff is running into uh, pushback everywhere. And uh, now that human trafficking and their money supplies are slowly drying up, and in some cases not so slowly, here in the U.S. there's congressional moves to uh, withdraw all kinds of funding to the WHO. The WHO funnels money to the WEF. And they're also going to do all kinds of things, uh, anti-climate change, and Sweden's moved out of climate change. Those com- countries are no longer participating and funneling money into the Wefonians' um, money laundering scheme of uh, solar panels and uh, windmills and so on. Bear in mind, the WEF owns all those companies, right? They financed them, set them up ahead of time, uh, you know, and, and they funneled all of this stuff in those um, companies, just like Bill Gates is not putting malaria into mosquitoes just for the fuck of it, right? He owns a company that has an anti-malarial vaccine. So, so, this is, so he knows what he's doing. This is not just fucking around. <coughs> it's all economic. 
Anyway, so the WEF has got real problems with all of their uh, backlash coming to them and their funds drying up all simultaneously. Uh, the WEF, I think, is not very far behind the WHO and, and the EU in terms of going bankrupt. Um, more and more countries are giving the WHO a ration of shit and starting to shut things down. And, I, and my supposition is that here in the U.S. Uh, that our uh, house uh, will deny the WHO and all of these people uh, funding by, way of, by the way in which they will be doing um, uh, funding control uh, now that they're in the majority. Okay, so... Um, So the, uh, I don't want to get into that. Okay, so uh, the globalists have engineered a supply chain breakdown. Okay, we know this was coming anyway. They've, they've put it out there. They've set it up. It's all uh, predictive programming, all of these uh, dystopian movies about people, you know, uh, no food and scrabbling for an existence and all this on a terrible planet, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of which is, uh, you know, horseshit. That is their evil viewpoint trying to be imposed on the rest of the planet. And basically the rest of the planet is now objecting. And we're going to go through a, a long period of, um, uh, of very vigorous objections uh, from various different populations uh, over these next few years as we move further and further and further into the enlightening rays of the uh, Bronze Age out of the Kali Yuga. Bear in mind that the WEF and the, uh, you know, everything, the Jews were invented in the Kali Yuga. Most of the religions were invented in the Kali Yuga. None of the, there's no sign that there was any religion in any of the societies we've found any archaeological evidence for uh, in the Bronze Age, uh, last Bronze Age, in the descending Bronze Age. So we don't find religion in the Silver Age and the, in the Bronze Age. We find religion forming in the Kali Yuga, in the Iron Age. And just in the, in the anticipation of that Kali Yuga, just in the few years ahead of it, in that end, tail end of the Bronze Age, we see some religious bent. But there were tens of millions of people living in the uh, Harappan uh, Valley in the Indus, uh, or in the Harappan uh, civilization in the Indus Valley region that had no religion. There's no sign of any synagogues, churches, any of that. And there's no sign of any war, no war toys, uh, nothing that would indicate that they had a um, dysfunctional society such as we do, right? Um, in any event, though, so um, the breakdowns here for the supply chain are, are going to be exacerbated by the, the breakdown of the money in a very serious way as well as the um, the bad side of all of this, which is the breakdown of the uh, supply chains due to the uh, weather that we're facing. Um, dogs are reacting to the fireworks. Okay, so uh, in this uh, new world, uh, I think we will uh, be getting back to a like a cold period uh, in the northern hemisphere and extremes of weather, sort of like the El Nino, El Nino and, and so on, uh, are forecasting, but that it's going to be quite odd in the, uh, it's going to be unexpected in the intensity, and that that uh, uh, unexpected intensity is going to uh, be really uh, showing us this winter. So I suspect that instead of like the 50 inches of snow that they had down in California, they might get 75 or 100 inches this coming year. This could affect food supplies on its own as well as other supplies. And uh, us regular humans need to take this into uh, our consideration and um, 
make moves to get ourselves uh, prepared as best we can uh, for further supply chain issues and for the need maybe over the next few years to evolve ourselves into a different diet simply because of the breakdown of the globalist aspect of this. So, you know, it probably won't be bananas or pineapples being shipped into the mainland, that kind of thing. Uh, we won't have air traffic for one. Uh, we won't have the uh, capacity in what little air traffic we have to devote to such things as pineapples uh, or, you know, that sort of, of deal, right? And by the way, just uh, one of the things I was told was that the, the black people in Africa are not really inclined to get on boats to go to Australia, that they tried that. And there was just too much of um, a resistance to the idea of slave ships. And so uh, they WEF abandoned that and set up these um, 747 uh, supply routes uh, to bring Africans into Australia. So just <laughs> just an interesting little uh, side note there. Um, so I actually think, too, that the uh, the big deal at the end of this year is going to be the bankruptcy aspects of, uh, I think we'll have been through a, a major uh, breakout of language of the bankruptcy of the EU, but I think we'll be getting into the bankruptcy of the WEF and its disappearance and the death of some of its members, um, as well as the uh, bankruptcy of the UN. Uh, uh, so some, sometime at the end of this year, we'll be getting into the bankruptcy and the dissolution of the United Nations, which I think is going to be a very good thing and, and uh, a very cool thing to live to see. Anyway, guys, I got to go and do my bread and we're getting a lot of fireworks here. I got to get the dog in so she doesn't freak out. Okay. And I'll do another one of these soon. I think there's a lot of crap going on. Take care.